Shows that make you laugh. Shows that make you think. Music that moves you. It could only be one place. Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. Animal Magnetism. Exploring animal care for creatures great and small. Conservation and preservation in today's world. Find out what a single voice can do to make a difference in the lives of animals. Animal Magnetism with Carolyn Hennessy starts right now on UVN Radio. Hey everyone, it's, uh, it's Carolyn and I'm here at Hidden Treasures in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And Hidden Treasures is um, sort of the linchpin for the Pet Project for Pets. And um, we're about to start a little interview, but we've got some, we have some clients here, so I'm gonna, we're going to ask them what the Pet Project for Pet means to them. And I'm here with Sue Martino, who basically runs the show. So she's sort of the guru. She is the alpha and the omega right here. How you doing? Good. Thank How are you? you? I, we're live on Facebook, but this is also going to be on my show, my podcast, Carolyn Hennessy's Animal Magnetism, which is on www.ubnradio.com. So, what I want to know is, a New York girl, how you come down here? How do you come down here? Uh -huh. To Paul Lauderdale. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Anyway, um, I did. I came down here. I was doing real estate at the time. I'm a real estate broker in, in New York, and I became a broker here in Florida. And after a year here, I was asked to take part in the pet project, which I had already known of in New York. I used to do fundraisers at my New York businesses for the pet project for pets. Um, so I got involved in 2007 here, and one thing led to another, and I wound up being the director of the pet project. I think it was Ron who said that he'd heard about it in Texas. I was under the impression before I came here that this was it that this was the only one, but I'm wrong. No, it is the only, this is the only, this one. Is the only pet project for pets. We, we, the, the pet project for pets follows um, an organization, or it started out following an organization called PAWS, P-A-W-S, um, which is a, which exists today. It's in LA, right. I think it's yep. in Atlanta, yep. Georgia, yep. Um, and it's specifically for people with AIDS. Okay. As, that's my understanding okay. of it. We, the Pet Project for Pets, started out back in 2002 under that same, you know, criteria. Right. It was for people with HIV, right. AIDS. Um, but in 2007, when I took over, we expanded it to include seniors on a low fixed income, all disabilities, all illnesses. Anyone who cannot afford to keep their pet can come here and get, I mean, uh, this is a very small portion of what is in this warehouse. And apparently the truck, the semi, pulled in last Thursday with 48 pallets, and it's gonna be gone by Wednesday, and today is Sunday. So the the oh, the turnover is huge here. How many would you say, how many do you, how many do you serve? Uh, right now we're at about 1,300 pets that we're providing for in Broward and Dade counties. And is, the, and that, is that just food, or is that food, shots, a place to stay? Food. It's all, it's food, litter, um, it's vaccines, yearly vaccines for the pets, and it's, we offer reduced cost vet care. We, we don't actually pay for the veterinarian care because we don't have the funding to right, do it, right. but we have a re, a, agreements with local veterinarians who give them reduced, our clients reduced cost vet care. We help out in emergencies. And I, that, I think, was what Ron was talking about, about being in the program. If you're in the program, exactly. then, you, then that, that's a phone call you get to make, right. and you get reduced costs. Right. And we also have any, any client that comes with an animal that becomes a client of the pet project, the animals must be 
neutered, spayed and neutered. Responsible pet ownership, 100% we bow. all the way. We bow. We bow. Oh. Yeah, I'm always saying spay and neuter, and if you take a dog home, it's a forever home. Yep, or don't that's take right. That's right. Let, let somebody else have that dog because there, I, there's no dumping on my watch as far as I'm concerned. So in this warehouse that is that is adjacent to Hidden Treasures here, uh, the address would be? 2200 Northwest 9th Avenue, 20. Wilton Manus, Florida, 33311. Thank you very much. Please come on down and buy things because the store is fantastic. And actually, I just bought some Gorham Silver. What? How do you find that? You, go, you come to Hidden Treasures. So... This warehouse is adjacent to the store, all volunteer, nobody gets paid. Now part of it is one thing and part of it is another. Part of it is for Pet Project for Pets and the other is for the food, rescue the bank. rescue bank. Mm -hmm. So let's go over the, oh, you hear your phone? The difference? She's, no, no, oh, I was oh. going to go to the Pet Project to okay. show you that okay, part. Okay, good, because I thought, she's so busy, I think she could answer that phone. Okay, so let's just talk about, talk about the difference. Okay, the Pet Project for Pets is our... Nonprofit 501c3 organization where we maintain and provide for over 1,300 animals in Broward and Miami-Dade counties. That's the program that we're here for. That's what we do. Um, and what we do is we give pet food, pet supplies for our clients. Okay? This part of the warehouse is the rescue bank. We are lucky enough to be the affiliate, the selected affiliate for a national program called the Rescue Bank, a program of greater good. What they are is they're a nonprofit that works with the pet food industry. When the pet food industry has an overrun of food or they're willing to donate or they have packaging issues, they provide truckloads of donated pet food to the Rescue Bank. We're the affiliate, as I said, and what we do is we accept it, warehouse it and distribute it to Rescue Bank approved 501c3 organizations in Florida. Oh, so, okay. So individuals can't come in and pick from the Rescue Not Bank. Not the Rescue Bank. No. Bank. Pet Project for Pets, yes, but this, you're, you're, the, you're the middleman. Right. You're the middleman. Yes, for the Rescue Bank. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. so, is, so, so is that section over there, that, that's just Pet Project, and this is... Yes. This wow. is Rescue Bank, yes. Wow. So what we do with Pet Project, when we give a, a couple of bags of food and a box of litter for our individual clients, or a three-month supply is how we do it, we do it, we do it individually, then we do it pallets here. You, you, but, can, but as are you uh, Rescue Bank approved? You, of course, are Rescue oh, Bank yeah, approved. Oh, yeah, we are, So too. you can give, and then you can kind of just come over here and take well, it. Just, you, can, you can restock from the warehouse. Well, we're There's allowed. paperwork, people. There's yes. a lot of paperwork yes, to do that. There is. No, they don't do that. I'm yes. sorry, they just paperwork. Well, and we're allowed, like, I mean, they, I, I think the rule is 10% per truckload, but we don't even, no. What, what, what we do do, though, is, uh, truthfully, the, the Rescue Bank is phenomenal for us because what we are able to um, get donated to the pet project, a couple of pallets, you know, per truck, let's say, for example. No, we would pay a 10, 10 cents a pound handling fee for a pallet of food that's a 1,000 pounds. With, if we went to Pet Supermarket or Petco or even Phillips Supply, it would cost us over $1,000, $1,500. So it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and, and the affiliation with the Rescue Bank not only is great for us, on that level, but it's also a real good pat on the back for us because it shows our transparency That's and right. who we are. And that you are incredibly trustworthy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're a good nonprofit.
Fantastic. Before I ask you about you, you know, sort of your personal connection to animals, um, why don't you shout out the um, website, the Facebook page, where people can go and donate? Okay. Our website is www.petprojectforpets.org. Completely spelled out. We have a donate button right on our homepage. Um, you can make a monetary donation. You can send a check if you like to our our building here, our office here, twenty two hundred Northwest Ninth Avenue. Can they donate? Can they donate Wilton stuff Manus. to the uh, to the treasures? Absolutely. You can donate right here at our at our facility. You can donate. Anything that we can resell in Hidden Treasures, because 100% of the proceeds goes to the pet project. I, if the only reason you should be not now watching this is because you're uh, off writing a check. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's for that. All right, so let's talk about you. Let's talk about um, how you were in real estate. You're a New York girl. And now suddenly you find yourself aligned with the pet preservation conservation industry. How? How did that happen? Did you always love pets? Always. I've always, I'm, I'm an only child. And sometimes I, when I try to think, you know, because people say to me, my God, you know, you, you're like the Pied Piper sometimes. You know, it's funny. You know, I walk around, they'll follow me, and I love them, all of them. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember being a child and being an only child. My mom worked, and I, you know, it was my mother, grandmother, myself. We had a couple of cats and a little dog. And... They were my friends. So I, I think that probably is what where it all began. I used to, I lived in New York City. I used to look out the window and see birds and throw food out and cats in the alleyway. And, and you know, one thing led to another. When I was, you know, young, I volunteered at the ASPCA in New York in the education department, which was wonderful because they had strange creatures, different creatures, yeah. like guinea pigs with yeah. long hair, snakes, Cody Mundy. You know, all kinds of Cody things. Mundy. Cody Mundy comes from South America. It's like a little, it looks like a little anteater, but it's cute as can be. I learned all about these. We used to, we used to have to take care of them and, and, and clean their cages and hold them when they gave presentations on the weekend. We were volunteers, of course. But I learned a lot about animals. I've always loved animals. It's just, I had a pot belly pig. I've had dogs all my life, cats all my life, many. You How know? many do you have now? Five. I have three cats and two dogs. I've got three dogs and two cats. Awesome. All right, all right. And there was someone uh, from Eddie's, Eddie's Army? Eddie's, 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 um, Eddie's, Eddie's, Eddie's dogs, Eddie's right. dogs. Eddie's got apparently 30. She's got 27. Mm -hmm. These are some of the rescues that... That's, that is, that's commitment. Mm -hmm. That's commitment mm -hmm. to, 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 that's, that's passion. Because you're given, essentially giving over your home, you're giving over your yard, you're giving over your life for the greater good. And the greater good is saving as many animals as possible. Right. Because, as I always say, they don't need us, but we need them. There you go. So we true. Them. We need them. Okay, what else? What else can we talk about? Uh, I am just, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like overwhelmed. Here's the thing. I, so, Pet Project for Pets. Everybody knows about it. Ron found. Ron heard about it in Houston. This is, but this is, but this is the only one. That's. We're starting to get the, you know, like I mean, over the past few years, we've expanded. Our board of directors has expanded. We how have many, people like how many, Paul. How many? How many on on the board of directors? Eight, seven or eight. Eight, I think we have now. Don, we have Mike. Yeah, there's eight board is, members. Is there any, anything in the works, to, 
open satellites, open franchises, open, you know, I mean, I mean, push out. We, because we, I love the fact that Florida has, you know, is, is I, you're here in Florida, but for God's sakes, we need we you in, need we need you in Los Angeles. I can't even describe how badly we need you in Los Angeles. I, I, I certainly would love to. I mean, we, we struggle. We struggle. I mean, truthfully, we're, we're, we're still small here in terms of manpower. We do have a lot of volunteers, but, you know, and we do have a database that, that we could do and, and do satellite offices, but we would need, you know, we'd, we'd need help. I mean, we'd need help. We'd need funding. Um, it's not easy. Anyone I mean, out there? Any, anyone out there, there with, a, with a light bulb over mm -hmm. their head? We and could get it going and get it started and, and, and help any in any city in the United States, but we would need help and we would need funding. So, so this, the, so uh, you, I mean, obviously you got to pay rent here, right? Okay. But that's it. It's like rent and a, and a couple of bottles of water and the rest of it goes. Oh, the, the hidden yeah. charges. Oh yeah. Everything goes, uh, everything goes to pet food. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, truthfully, when, when you're talking about that many animals to, to feed and, and keep, we we would we were up to about eight thousand dollars a month in pet food, thanks to the rescue bank. Our bill, our pet food <coughs> bill has been, you know, reduced substantially. Yes, I can substantially. Imagine. Yes, yes. Over the year, yes, it has. Thank thank the universe. What's the um? What's the what's the toughest case that's ever come in here? What's toughest the, the case. One, the one that just almost cracked you into. Well, really, you know. I, I got. I can tell you two quick stories. One, when I first came on board at the pet project, I did deliveries because we do do deliveries to homebound and immobile clients. Um, I, I I delivered pet food, and I remember getting out of the van and going to knock on the door, hearing the dog bark, and the ladies. I can hear the woman's voice. Okay, okay. Ten minutes. I'm holding the <laughs> thirty-pound bag of food at the door. She was in a wheelchair. She was almost blind. All she had was that dog and a couple of cats. I mean, she opened the door. The dog's all over me because I have the food. She asked me, will you help and open it and put it in, you know, the little container that she holds the food. And, and we sat there, and I talked to her a little bit. She, you know, at, at, they, they, you know, sometimes clients, they used to, like, you know, try to donate 5% because they wanted to feel, and, you know, we let them if they can, but most of them can't. And so she wanted me to write a check for $5, but she couldn't, she couldn't even see. So here I am writing a check, and her checkbook for $5 that she wants to donate to the Pet Project back. And she told me a story about the dog. She said, one night the alarm went off, I didn't hear it. Thank God the place didn't, really wasn't on fire. Something, I guess, happened with the alarm, but the dog woke her up. Her dog woke her up. It was it was heart wrenching. I mean, I saw this person all alone in this place with the dog, and she had a cat inside, and there were two cats outside. And you know, we kind of try to say try to have two pets. You know that we don't want people to hoarding animals. But you don't want but, it if it's a dog. You don't want them to be alone because exactly. they're not solitary like cats. Right. And then, but you know, we try to encourage people to not have like so many animals if they. But we're not going to not feed somebody's other cat. She was afraid because I saw the two cats outside, and I said, listen, don't worry. You know, we'll make sure you get extra food for those two cats. That's one. Second story. Uh, this guy, I, I happened to pick up the phone in the office, which, as you see, rings, and we thank God we have voicemail. I picked up the phone, and it was just freaky. I was sitting at the desk, picked up the phone. It was this gentleman calling from a veterinarian office crying. I'm a, uh, I'm a senior. 
I'm disabled. I'm here at the vet's office, and they're telling me to put my dog down because I don't have the money. I, and I'm, I'm like, sir, what's wrong with the dog? We don't know. The dog can't go. He hasn't got to the bathroom in 24 hours. And, and he said, this is the second vet I've been to. And, I, you know, he, he said, I'm a senior. I said, you're a senior. You're on disability. Yes, I am. So I knew he would qualify for the program. So I said, look, sir, why don't I make an appointment for you with one of our veterinarians? Um, and then you'll call and bring the dog and let's see what's really going on. You know, we'll help you. So turns out, next one, and he goes to our vet. He calls our vet. The dog had eaten a piece of a toy. It was two years old, the dog. Two vets were going to put this dog down because this guy didn't have the money to pay the vet bill. The vet bill with x-rays and medication to make him pass the toy, the piece of the toy, was $400. He, paid, he, he, had, he could come up with 200 Pet Project paid the other 200 The dog is happily living ever after. She was only like two years old. This, it's sad. So there's my it's, story. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's tragic in a, in a way because here's the thing. I, I, I see a lot of young kids and they want to be veter veterinarians. And I am so supportive of that. I can't even tell you. It's like, I, it's, go, yes, please, be an animal researcher. Be a, but those two vets were lazy. It's all about the money. They were lazy. I venture to say they were greedy. Let's just, let's just, I can, let's, I, I don't, I have no qualms putting that out there. And they would rather kill an animal and more importantly, take it away from someone who worships it, from right. someone who needs it, from someone who needs it to live. I mean, you know, needs it to, 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 to function. Right. Sometimes that's all someone has is their beloved pet. Yep. And they would, they, and they were more willing to do, to, 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 to be, to, to, to take it away. It. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that really uh, frighten me about the sort of the course of where medicine, veterinary medicine are going. And when it, so that when I hear about a really wonderful vet, that's like the ones that you right, work with. That I work with, yeah. That we work with, yeah. It sort We're of lucky. fills my heart mm -hmm. with, uh, with joy. What's the, can you, what's the greatest success story that you can think of? Greatest? I mean, aside from, aside from everyone who walks in here every day. That's number one. Right. But I mean, is there... A pet greatest success story. Oh boy, uh, they're all so so amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, every every month when when we're here at the food bank, which happened this morning, and the clients come to pick up their food and their supplies, and some of them bring the pets because they want to show you how thankful they are, and they want to say thank you, and they want to hug you, and it's just amazing. Um, the success is in the number. I think the greatest success is in the number that we are saving and keeping in their homes with their families because they would be, God knows what would happen. I, I, I want to tack on to that and say I think also so part of the greatest success is the fact that this one singular organization that's an adjunct to, to the rescue bank, but this one is known now, is becoming very, very well known. What you're doing here is a model for what can be done anywhere, truly anywhere. So, I mean, I just, I just love you so much. I support everything Thank you do. You. I'm going to go buy some Gorham, Gorham Silver <laughs> yes, and contribute. He wants, to, he wants to charge me a ridiculously low price. I have got to work with that man and say, no, 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 come on, come on. 
get up a little bit, so I may, I may, uh, I may be buying a few more things. Uh, You're so, helping yeah. us by being here. No, Thank listen, you. my pleasure, and anything I can do Thank you. at any time, Thank please, you. if I can do it, you know, you know, I will. Thank so, you. Thank you so much, my darling. Right. Oh no, this is this is hug time. First of all, I want to thank Stephen behind the camera. Uh, what is your last name? Evans. Stephen Evans. With, okay. with oh, Stephen Evans with Outclick. That's right. This is his publication, and he was gracious really? enough. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. He was gracious enough to videotape this whole interview, this whole process for me today. So God bless you, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. Great to meet you. (laughs) But I'm now here with Ed Nicholas, and Ed has two of the most gorgeous dogs, uh, Ella and Leah, running around the thrift store and the rescue bank, and they're just sort of basically the queens of the castle. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you? Are you are you a Florida native? Did no, you no? No. Where, where, where? no, no one's a Florida native. No one's a Florida native. <laughs> Everyone's come from someplace else. Yeah, where'd you go? Uh, uh, New York. Yeah. I moved here. From, I was uh, 19 years in New York. Yeah. And I came down here um, in uh, in '98. Have you al- have you always been an animal lover? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, had a, had, and they have a dog in New York. Yeah. We actually have a fan going going behind us because, in case I hadn't mentioned it, we are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, right. and it's humid and it's warm. And I sort of brought clothes for Atlanta, where I was just this morning. So anyway, we got the fan going on, but I know you can hear me. We're staying cool and we're coming to you. So tell me, we've heard I've heard a lot of st- stories today about what the rescue bank, what Pet Project for Pets means to people. What is what what does it mean to you? What is it doing for you? Oh my goodness! It's um, that project has really been a lifesaver. Um, I have a successful business and a life, and all kind of, you know, a lot going on for me. Uh, until a few years ago, I had a stroke. Uh, I had a, I had started a property management business um, that was doing well. It was growing. It was only a few years old, so it had some you know, it's a kind of small business that was all about the, the owner working 16 or 18 hours a day and then when he's not around for a month from the hospital, the whole thing kind of fell apart. So that's um, that, that's when my life really changed and, and uh, you know, I went from being able to send him out to be groomed every month for 100 bucks a pop to, uh, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but now I, yes. can't, now I can't do that, now I'm going to be groomed it myself. Uh, you know, and, and um, you know, my income dropped to uh, just living on disability, social security disability, and um, I've had to take a roommate, and I've had to rely on Pet Project, uh, thankfully, uh, luckily, for, um, to take care of uh, their needs, their, their food, and uh, toys, and treats, and, uh, and even Shot, connections. Shots, for, and things uh, like that. They connected yeah. me with a vet yeah. for, uh, for the shots. I had spilled one of them had a little dry skin problem. So we went there and got the shots and everything else in addition to having the, the dry skin problem I addressed. Yeah, but their uh, that project's been wonderful for me. So it saved your life because it kept you with your it kept it kept you with the things that you love the most. Oh, sure, sure, certainly yes. After losing everything else, if I had to lose them too, I would have just lost my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had to take in a roommate and give up my privacy and do a lot of other stuff. But uh, you know what I always like to say. To take, I always like to say, for now. For now. For go. now. For now. Nothing, nothing, nothing is ever final, except maybe taxes. Yeah. I don't even, we're not even sure about that. 
Uh, so for now, okay. So for now, for now. you need. But I like that thing. Yeah, yeah. You need you need a little bit of help for now, mm -hmm. and and I'm I'm just sort of discovering the the miracle quality of this program. It is. It's, it's, it's unique. There isn't anything else on the mission anywhere like it. No. I heard of. No. But so many people that I've spoken to have heard about it in Texas. Someone heard about it in Chicago. Someone wow. heard about it. You know, it. So the word about this tiny little but growing 501c3 mm -hmm. is. I mean, it's just spreading like wildfire. Certainly, uh, that's wonderful to hear. I didn't know. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we could be a model for other. That's exactly what I said earlier to, yeah. to, to Sue when I was when I was talking with Sue. I said this can be a model for. for I mean, it could, you could franchise this for heaven's sake. Now you well, could franchise it. I mean, you know, it would be volunteers. But you could you could set it up in basically. It could be in almost any city. For heaven's sake. We could certainly send people out to you know show them how it's done or bring people of here course. from other cities. Of course. Of course. That would be great. Now, are you involved in addition to them allowing you to keep those two beautiful poodle mixes? Thank poodles, you. poodles, and something. I think whip it. So I'm gonna say okay. uh, which would be called a pivot. Um, <laughs> surprise. Are you involved uh, in in any other way with Pet Project for Pets? Uh, yeah, I was um, a, a volunteering here for quite a while uh, in the store. I, I, there was a time when I was really very committed to working at the store. Mm -hmm. um, I took a little break uh, to work for the Hillary campaign. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, one thing led to another, and you know, I'm doing other things right now, but they still call me in for, uh, you know, for fill, to fill in when, uh, when uh, they need more help. Is this an emergency person? Tell me about the business that the store does. I can imagine that with word spreading, it's, it's, there are certain maybe days that aren't quite as busy, but this looks like it. Is a fairly busy, busy store. It is. It really is. And uh, it's changing now. But it's, it's a very mixed neighborhood here. So um, you know, we sell everything from basic housewares to people that uh, really is the best way they can buy them um, to uh, you know fabulous designer clothes. I know. I've seen some. Yeah. There's a Don Karen in there that's calling my name. The, the green. I'm just saying. So, so, just uh, saying. Yes, just saying. I, I saw it too. I know. I can't fit. So I could probably, maybe I could. Okay. Maybe I could. Yeah, a little, little tailoring, a little altering. Yeah, right. size 10. So, okay. <laughs> I'm a little smaller, okay. just a touch. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll take it. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm. How did you, how did you find pet projects? How did, how did, how did it come to you? Did you find them online, or, or did a friend recommend them? I actually heard about them by way of the store. I, I heard about the store first, and then uh, and then found out about the organization. Uh, a friend of mine, I think a woman friend of mine, uh, was getting a cat food here, and uh, and she was volunteering at the store at a different location. And I visited. I stopped in to see her at the store, and then I learned about it. And that was before I was uh, before I ever thought I'd need it. Um, but then uh, you know, later on, several years, several years later, here I was. Contacting Sue and saying, "Hey, I want to be a client, and I want to be a volunteer also." I did it at the same time. I didn't want to just be taking from something like that. I, I didn't want to just be I've, taking. It's from interesting. I've been I've, I've found that a lot with the people that I've spoken to today. It's not about taking. There's you have to you have to pay it pay it back or pay it forward. Mm -hmm. No, you should. Yeah. Not everybody does. No, I was just gonna yeah. say that's yes, of course, of course we should, but that's not a that's not a trait. That's not a, a character trait that I. Um, and a 
a lot of people. It's certainly, it's certainly not in my business, which is the entertainment industry. Okay. Um, um, and so, so I take it where I can. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations on that. Thank you. And how are you feeling? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. 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 The dogs help. The dogs are terrific. I gave them baths before he came here today. Uh, go home and take care of some. Might have a flea problem. Go home and take care of some of that. He did. Yeah. Gracious. Yes. Um, those dogs were the welcoming committee when I first walked in the store, and they, and they are they're astonishing. But basically, because they're not here, yeah. I mean, um, uh, Jackson was was lying at his, his yeah, master's feet. Yes, beautiful. And the old dogs sort of stayed. Ella and Leah are off greeting other right. people. Yeah, well, when I volunteered here, they, they, I, I would bring they are here. the mascots for the yes, store. So they were, they were I think I may go play with them. They, well, they, they scare people sometimes, but yeah, but some people are. I took this chair of dogs, and when they walked in, it It's a shame. People, anyone who has a chair of dogs was simply not raised right. No, it's cultural. Oh, really? A lot of people about Afro-Caribbean people in the neighborhood. Ah! And, you know, there's a lot of people That's right. That, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. I actually, now, now I remember yeah. that. Yes, they do have a fear of dogs. Right. Do it. Can you, can you speak to that at all? Do you have any idea why? Not even after Caribbean. There's a lot of people that just have a dog is, is you know, you have a dog because you want protection. You know, you have a dog because, you know, that's, that's what you need it for. Dogs and a pet. There's places where a dog is, you know, there are places in the world where, you know, where, where dogs are food. You know, dogs are all different, all kinds of different things. They're vermin in some yeah. places. So, yeah. you know, that we, we, you know, this is a, 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 a construct that we, we created. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Very well put. Very well put. Thank you so much for talking to me. I Thank really, you. I really uh, appreciate your perspective on this um, on this little miracle program. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm you. so glad that it's that it's that it's working for you for now. Hey, uh, so I'm back for yet another segment here at the Pet Pet Project for Pets in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, thank you all for watching Animal Magnetism. It, what? And you are. And I when oh, I am. Oh yes, it's, look, it's my show, and I'm and I didn't even introduce myself again. It's you're back with Carol and Hennessy, but you know that because you're watching Animal Magnetism. That's what you want to do. And I'm here with Ron Bast, B-A-S-T. Not it, he's the best, but it's also Bast. So there yeah. you go. And down here is Jackson, and Jackson is one of the most gorgeous yellow labs I've ever seen, pretty much ever. Hi, Jackson. And, and uh, Jackson is Ron's uh, dear friend. Let's put it that way. So, how did you, how, how are you involved with Pet Project for Pets? How did you come to find it? Um, what does it mean to you? That project for pets, I found on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> we can also have that turn this fan off. The fan is running. Do you want it on or off? Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I found out about the pet project in Houston, Texas. Uh -huh. uh, I used to live in a university place down uh -huh. there, and I uh, delivered dog food for mm -hmm. the elderly people on the weekends. Right. And um, I found out that I had been doing Fort Lauderdale, and I knew that there was a chapter down here. And when I got here, I found Sue maybe through um, 
going to say I, I volunteer at the Pride Center. Okay. The Game Lesbian Pride Center. Pride Center, yeah. I volunteer at Center Lane. It's a LBG, LBTQ, uh, LBTG, LGBTQ Resource Center. Resource Center. Okay, and we handle, anyways, and then I volunteer here. Is this. I for some I thought I think I was under the impression that this is the only pet center pet pets this pet project only, for pets. Correct. This is the only pet project for pets. This is the only pet project for pets in Florida. In but Florida. the chapter is either in Texas or it's in California. Oh really? So yes. so this is an this is an uh, like a an offshoot. An offshoot. I mean this is my understanding is the headquarters is somewhere else. I might be wrong. We don't know. So, so you found it uh, coming from Texas, now to Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah. yeah. And um, actually, through the Pride Center and just people in general, you talk around the circuit. But anyways, I was home. Well, not. I'm a veteran. And Thank you for your service. Funds. God bless you. And um, where'd you serve? Let's talk about that for a second. I was 18 years old. Sailor. You're a sailor. Uh, or the tattoos. No tattoos. See, that was me being general. That was me general. But. Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So you were you're you're a veteran. Yep. And God bless you for that. Thank I, you. I came to the pet project uh, because I was on restricted funds. Okay. And I need uh, some kind of uh, assistance for the dog. Mm -hmm. And I needed to find some place where I can get shots. Mm -hmm. And I came here for, I got under the program, and under the program, for $5, I can get all my shots that I need for the time. Tell me about the program. What is the program? The program is housing for the animals uh -huh. that they need to, a place like fostering. Okay. Um, Who doesn't like this? Well, it's a place that if, if, if we find kittens out of the front door, we take them in and then we foster them out the same day. We have foster parents that we call upon to foster out. Gotcha. And I knew about this program here, and I was going to do that versus buying a dog. And I ended up buying a dog. So, okay. Um, and this this place helps helps but this place helps you. Keep Jackson. Correct. Big time. Big time. And so I wanted to turn around and I don't have, I can't give any more than I give. It's a two-way street. They help me and I turn around and help them. Right. Right. Exactly. But what's, but the great thing about this is that it, we've talked a lot today about people who just dump dogs. And there are those human beings who, it's a loose term, who will just dump dogs because they become inconvenient. But there are also those who have to sorry have to who have to feel that they have to separate themselves, give up their dog because they can't afford it, and that's what this place is working to eradicate. Yeah. I mean, a lot of our elderly people they will feed themselves before they feed their animal, or they'll put the animal out on the street to go pet for itself, and then nine times out of ten, you know what happens to animals on the street? I do. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to have the elderly, yeah, anybody, I mean, we help the disabled, we help veterans, we help people with low income, right. people that are in a financial 
necessity for our needs. I mean, I've had, I've had customers come to me at the front desk and literally break down and cry because they have found the program that was able to take in their animals. So many people are afraid of losing their animals, I mean, over a child. You know, it's, it's, it's to the animal. I do. Oh, yeah, I absolutely do. It's, I absolutely do. We had a, we had a couple in here just uh, just a few moments ago that said they will they will feed their they'll make sure their dog is fed, their animals are fed before they feed themselves. That's their it's it's like two different kinds of people. It's it's people who I think have a much uh, broader, a much more global view of, of souls and humanity and working together are the ones that will feed the feed that animals before they feed themselves. And the ones that are with a little more um, of a narrow view, perhaps a more self self-centered view, will feed themselves before they feed their dogs. Um, and I understand. Listen, I get I get the uh, you know the saying if you if you don't take care of yourself, you're not good to anybody else. But that only goes so far, especially when you're dealing with with creatures that have no voice, that have right. no say. Right. We are we are their voice. Exactly. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So I mean, it's it's touching to work here because there's a lot of people that come to the front door that didn't know that we were here. Um, I'm right here, and um, it's gratifying to me to work for an organization that is giving that much back. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm Carolyn Hennessy. You are watching Animal Magnetism. Uh, it's being periscoped, and we're here with Money Reed from Eddie's Dogs. It's a pet rescue, it's a dog rescue in Florida, because right now I'm happen to be sitting in Fort Lauderdale. Was in Atlanta yesterday, today I'm in Fort Lauderdale. And tell me, tell me things about you, Where'd you come from? What are you doing? What is Eddie's dogs? Out dogs out in the Everglades? Um, yeah, there it's it's really been Eddie. It's Eddie Alvarez, and he has been rescuing dogs in the Everglades for about 25 years. And he really is a one-man show. He does it all on his own. He um, people don't tend to dump dogs in the Everglades, and they they think that they are going to be fine, but they're not. And you know, they think that that's the solution how for would, the pet overpopulation. How would you not. think that a dog is going to be fine, a domesticated dog is going to be fine in the Everglades? And they're not. And there's there's more every day. You know, it's a it's an ongoing project, and we're always I mean, bringing in are, dogs. And we, we try to bring in the, the, the most needy first. You know, there are if alligators they're injured and snakes or if they're, in, the, in the Everglades. There are crocodiles or... No, alligators. There are yeah. alligators, Cro crocodiles. American crocodiles. There are American crocodiles, alligators, and snakes in the Everglades, and yeah. you dump a dog there. That's like dumping them up, you know, close to Mount Wilson, where I live. Yeah. It's like in the forest. But people have no, they have no concept of, they just want to get rid of the animals, right. so they just think that they'll just dump it out right. in the Everglades. And he's he's been patrolling the ed edge of the Everglades and the Redlands for over 20 years. I mean, he's like a one-man show. He picks up picks up dogs. Dogs sometimes dogs are injured. Sometimes they're pregnant. Sometimes they're puppies. I mean, we try to bring in everything that we can, and then we, we partner with a, another rescue group. It's actually in Canada, um, the Royal Canadian Pooch Rescue, and they they do the same thing, and they take they transport a lot of our dogs from here up there to get them adopted. And it's been a, it's it's and an that, ongoing and that's been successful. Project. Yeah, you it, it's a, it's funny because a lot a lot of dogs that would be deemed unadoptable here 
go right away up north. You know, it's really? kind of a strange thing. Because a lot of them are larger breed dogs and people don't want to, you know, their solution to get rid of a dog is to give it a max ride, take it out of the Everglades, open the door and dump it out. You know. And sometimes they're in packs and sometimes they, they find their own little families out there and you know, the dogs live together in little packs and we so have to trap them. And Eddie, Eddie's been patrolling the outer rim of the Everglades. That's right. Because people don't usually go deep, they usually no, dump them on they, the rim. Yeah, on the roads, you know, or by the canals. It's, it's interesting. But, you know, Sue's been great and the pet project is great for uh, helping us with food and, you know, we you know, come and we can get a pallet at a time and it's, you know, at an extraordinarily, just handling charge, right. not really right. a, a fee. So right. it's, it's, you know, when you're, when you're a non-profit organization and you're run strictly by volunteers, no one is paid, everything is donated. Donated. Very quickly That's for everybody, give a, give a, give a donation. Where, what's, what's the, what's the email, what's the phone number, what's the, what's the website? Um, the website is uh, Eddie's Canine Rescue. Um, they do have a Facebook, it's Eddie's Dogs. It's a 501c. Anything is tax deductible. Um, I think it's info at Eddie's Canine. It's the email, but okay. we can, you can double check that. Okay. But if you go on Facebook, it is Eddie's Dogs, and you can, it has the donation button right there. And that's E-D-D-Y, not E-D-D-I-E, because I made that mistake. Yeah. So, take, so you find a dog, so Eddie finds a dog. Mm -hmm. The dog is injured. He takes, takes him, get, he takes brings him to the vet. And brings him, and there's a, you have a vet that works with you? Yeah, vets that work with, more than one. More than vets, one. Vets that work with us. Um, we do a lot of our own, um, like, for, for you know, Mining. maintenance, yeah, things that it care that we can do at home we do. Right. And then if it's, you know, we've had dogs with broken legs, we've had dogs that come in with parvo. We've had entire litters of puppies with parvo, which is really, really costly to treat. Um, we have, you know, pregnant dogs, that comes in and, you know, he can't leave dogs behind. No. You know, it, no. He sees them. No dog. You see them, you see them in the field and they just can't leave it No behind. dog left behind. Eddie Alvarez? Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, circling the Everglades, bringing, bringing in dogs. So, an injured, he takes the dog, now, do you, is, there a, is there a holding facility? Do you have a... We're a foster-based rescue, oh, okay. so it's all volunteers. Oh, really? We all, all of us have lots of dogs in our house. How many do you have? Um, personally, I have not 27 miles in my house. Not, I'm I sorry, I'm that. sorry, what was that? Yeah, I'm sorry, 27. 27. <laughs> and I think he has about 30, so. <laughs> we do what we can. That puts my five to shame. We do it. Yeah. You, so, you know, and, and, and the goal is to find them a new home and get them, you know, get them, we rescue them, we rehabilitate them. We get them vetted and, you know, and then, spayed, neutered. Of course. Um, of course. Get them up to date on their vaccinations. Treat them for heartworms if they have them. Oh. Um, whatever we need to do to get them into a new home. That's our that's our ultimate goal is to find them the perfect home. The forever home. The forever. Rescue, home. rehabilitate, release. It works with harbor seals. It does. It works with dogs. It works it with anything that is out there that is. And we, we think of ourselves as equal opportunity rescuers because we rescue chickens. We were, we, were, we were joking last week. He had, somebody called him to rescue emus, which are kind of a large yes, ostrich type oh, bird. Yeah. And they called me to rescue some gerbils. I was like, gerbils? You get gerbils okay. and he gets the emus. Emus. Oh, I'm like, right, okay, right. so we, we, do, we do rescue whatever is the so need is. So what is Pet Project for Pets? 
he's been doing it for 20 years, but Pet Project perhaps hasn't been in existence for No, they haven't. So, so bef before, before Pet Project, we, we were relegated to just our donations, our own pockets, whatever we could find, you know, a lot of, we get, we get a lot of donations from, um, um, we work with like Petco or PetSmart sometimes when they do, they'll do what they call, um, um, shelf changes uh -huh. where the packaging is it's, changed. Right, or, 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 or the product has maybe exceeded its shelf life and for, then, to the consumer, but it's still good for Right, still so they'll give, yeah. they'll give you a, a really discounted sure. rate. So, sure. But, you know, we're fortunate to have a pet project and we're fortunate to be able to continue to what we do and be supported by a great community of people. How'd you get hooked up with the pet project? Um, I found them online. It was the strangest thing. Someone, someone had said to me, oh, you know, right in your neighborhood, they're doing the pet, pro the pet, the rescue bank, and you can get food for the rescue right there in your own hometown. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing because we are a 501c. Everything is not for profit, you know. And so it's it's been a it's it's been a blessing to us, and it's a it's a blessing to the dogs. You know, we get to feed, feed, continue, and feed them. Yeah. And, and 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 send send them to Canada, where Canada obviously appreciates. Yeah, dogs. Strange thing, right? People who dump animals, um, well, I like to say, and I have no qualms about saying it, when I am queen, the executions will continue around the clock. Right. Around the clock. For people who dump animals, who just think that that, they're that, disposable. that, that life is it's, a, it's it's a throwaway life. They're not. They're, they're, they're just not. They're it should not. be a lifetime. And if you, don't, if you don't feel that an animal is a forever, a forever product, animal, then you shouldn't. Absolutely. Be. Absolutely true. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was talking a pleasure to meet you, and Just lovely. Just Thank lovely. You so much. Okay. Hey. Okay. So tell me your names. And My this name is, is Carol Cadle. This oh. is Tanner Cadle. And this, this is, is James Brown. Hey, hi guys. My name is Carolyn Hennessy, and I have a show out in California. It's called Animal Magnetism. It's a podcast, and it's all about preservation and conservation for uh, creatures, great and small, from the domestics to the exotics, but from an advocacy standpoint, not a crazy activist standpoint. So um, I'm here talking with Sue and Stephen and Don and Paul about Pet Project for Pets, because I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do a... Um, public service announcement for them. So uh, so I'm here visiting, seeing what's going on. So so tell me what this what this what is this doing for you? Oh this program I'm a very emotional person. Go go for it. Uh, me too. And I'll cry with all you. All <laughs> my animals. I have two cats that come here too. Yeah. I have Pearl and I have Bandit. They're fixed. And I couldn't afford to get him fixed. My boy Tanner. And that project set me up with the uh, Humane Society, he got them fixed. Come on. And, Come on. and they, um, they provide food for people that can't afford it. And I'm one of those females that can't afford them. I have all adopted animals. God bless I you. I rescued them. Um, and it's, just, it's, it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience because they, they love the food. The, the cats love them. Love the food that they give, healthy food. And Tanner, he just tried out his food this morning. Tore it up. Tore it up. Tore it up. Tore yeah, it up. he loved it. But they asked me, um, they asked me if, like I said, if he was fixed. I says he wasn't fixed. He says, well, I can take care of that for you. So they they got me set up for Humane Society, and and they called me, and I got my dog fixed, and I just 
I love this program because it helps it, me tremendously. It, well, it helps I'm you. So. It helps you keep the things that you love, yeah, your pets. Keep my, yeah. and these are my kids, even right. though I have a 20 year old son. <laughs> okay. We took her for so long. Uh, yeah. We took her for 22. Right. Yeah. Well, you made decide. You they were gonna put them down. Well, I'm like, no. Always, you know, I got hurt. I got to have surgery. We were okay until I got hurt. You know, mm -hmm. you know, we're more worried about them. That's you know, see, a true true animal lovers yeah. are always more worried about about yeah. their pets than they are themselves. Yeah. And that's that's that to me, that's a sign of a noble person. It's like that commercial so, on TV. Soon as I get back, yeah. soon as I get back healthy, then. You know, we we'll won't give someone else. That's right. We we'll won't we'll continue to use your service. We'll, we'll cancel it once we can afford them, and then let someone else. Let someone else take. Let someone else take it. This is nothing but a blessing. Yeah, let someone else take over. Fronting all this, you know, putting up the, the cash and taking their time like this and their effort. As an angel, so. Hey, do you guys know the um like the number or the website where people can go and donate? It oh, is uh, that I don't know, but this program. I bet. I bet Sue knows. Uh, yeah, sure. www.petprojectforpets.org. They Completely need something like this in Cuba. I saw yeah. something on the news last night about that. You know, there's the an area, there's a, a, we need know. more places like this. You know, it's interesting now that Cuba has sort of been opened up to us. Now yeah. we're finding out a lot of things about what's going on in that yeah. country. And they're trying. They need really yeah. need help. Yeah. No, they're not yeah. throwing them away. They're, they're well, good. Good and good for you guys for keeping. They're good. They're, 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 there are animals, but they're also therapy. Yeah. And there are friends. There are family. There are friends. There are. Yeah. Too many people look at animals and throw away. You know, they just put them out. my boy. I have. Well, it's. I think. I think to me, it's a sign that you didn't really love it in the first place. That it was just maybe convenient, or it looked good, or it. Yeah. Yeah. I was feeding my animals before I fed myself. Yeah. 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 Well, everyone on my show knows about my dust bunnies from my dogs. Thank you very much. Because I have. I've got three. Three rescues. Three dogs, two cats. So. Yeah, okay. Well, I have a kitten oh. they don't know about. Yeah. We had, she had to rescue him. He was a little guy was just about He dead. just jumped in my lap. He's not fixed. He was just about dead. You know. He was nothing but a loose. He would have died if I didn't take him in. I think you guys are well, really, really great people. Well, we think just, y'all are They all sleep with great us, people. too. All you know what? Sleep hey, with us. hey, five, five <laughs> animals on my bed. That's I got four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's I'll like. Be, you know, I wouldn't. I'll tell you right now. I probably wouldn't take one in, but if I found another one in that situation, I know we would take. Of course you would. Of course you would. Of course you would. That's wonderful. Thank you guys. You unconditional love. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Absolutely. And they help us. Like I said, they're very good therapy. Well, he brings me out of depression all the time. My yeah, they do. He, he knows. Yeah. Say hi. Mm -hmm. Say and, hi. They, and they also know when they've been saved and they, they reward that tenfold. Thank you guys so much for talking. I really, really appreciate it. I do it. recommend this place to a couple of my friends that are okay. disabled also. All right. Um, All right. Maybe we can kind of start a chain across the country. What do you think? Yeah, that would be All great. Right. Okay. Fantastic. All right. It tells me it's all happening at the zoo. I do believe it. I do believe it's true. And the elephants are kindly, but they're dumb
Orangutans are skeptical of changes in their cages And the zookeeper is very fond of rum Zebras are reactionaries and don't know some missionaries